membership, minus five or six states. So we're going to keep working on them so that we can uh, break into that market as well. Because what we teach here, what we talk about is healing through our hurts. And we know that hurts know no shame. Hurts do not care who you are, where you're from, what your socioeconomic status is. We all hurt. Our means may be different slightly, but our end is the same. We are stuck here in a space that we do not want to be. So today is all about continuing our journey. Thank you, Miss Pretty. I'm glad that um, you <laughs> are enjoying uh, the program. That you can hear me clearly. Special shout-out to Miss Pretty, who's been here with us almost since day one, uh, since the show started about eight years ago. We have expanded since then, and Miss Pretty still stops by to visit. We are about to jump into our stress relief and relief segment of our program. So a lying or seated position. I know that Miss Pretty is already in position. She's ready to start our breathing exercises. So we're going to start as always. Lying or seated, eyes are closed for this. I do not want you to lose your balance or fall or hurt yourself. So I need you to be in a lying or seated position. So we're about to get started. Breathing exercises, eyes closed, lying or seated position. Let's take a deep inhale. Now let's exhale. Inhale. Now exhale. One more time. Inhale. Now exhale slowly. Except for my diehard students, the rest of you, I want you to continue your breathing exercises throughout our program because the power of our breath is a mighty thing. It helps us to cleanse our minds, body, spirits, and souls of everything that has been holding us back and keeping us down. Just giving you a few more moments. Giving you a few more moments there. But continue your breathing throughout the program. Okay? So we're going to jump into our program right now. I'm getting messages from several people uh, here right now. While you're continuing your breathing for a few moments, a few moments before we jump into our program. Today is all about you. It's all about you relaxing, you regrouping, rejuvenating, and refreshing. I want you to 
refresh, regroup, and rejuvenate. I want you to know that you are a precious gem on this earth. You are just important as the people who you try to put on those pedestals and take care of. You need to learn how to put yourself first sometimes, and it is okay for you to put yourself first. It is okay. I want you to say it with me. I am worthy. I am worthy. I want you to tell that person that you see in the mirror something positive each and every single day. So we're about to jump into the program, and this, this kind of leads into what I was just talking about, uh, knowing when to put yourself first and to take a back step for a while from putting certain people in first place instead of giving yourself that chance to take care of you. So we're continuing our Remember Your Worth series for 2018, and today I want to talk to you about those people who play the pity party victim roles too well and the small minds who fall for the neediness. If you're that small mind, this show is definitely for you. Oh, and before we get started, for those of you who may be new, I want you to understand that there may be moments of silence throughout the program. And as I said at the beginning, we're dealing with a lot of technical difficulties today. My Skype is down. I'm broadcasting from a secondary unit. Hopefully you can hear me today. And Miss Pretty said that she hears me just fine, so I hope the rest of you are as well. But if there are moments of silence, prayerfully they will not be due to technical difficulties. Those are the times that I give you to reflect upon what has been discussed up to that point and figure out where you can apply it in your lives and the lives of others. So if you know people who can benefit from our programs, please share, share, share away. Going to go over here to our chat room and see. Welcome, guest zero. Wow, we have a guest zero. Welcome, welcome, Gene. Brother Gene is back. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for being here. So, as I said, today I want to talk to you about those people who play the pity party victim roles too well and the small minds who fall for the neediness small, gullible, whatever you want to say. There are people who tend to fall for this. There are people who have been indoctrinated into believing that we're going to find the good in everybody and maybe they really are. Well, we're going to look at it from a different point of view today because we have so many people uh, who continually fall for the same games from the same people. And I have been amazed my entire life by how many people I have known my entire life personally, who are so to believe any and everything from the guilty victim's mouth. And I am still amazed, yet I do not know why. Because there are so many people are expecting, are experiencing rather, the same thing. Time to put a face to this plague and make it go into non-existence. Time to cry our last tears, people. 
And our inspiration for this week is beware of the guilty victims. So what am I talking about when I say beware the guilty victims? These are the people who, in some cases, if you've ever been in a a um, violence-type relationship or you've been in an abusive relationship from childhood to adulthood, wherever you have witnessed this or you have experienced this, let me say this to you. There are some people, the guilty victims, who will victimize you, who will abuse you, who will disrespect you, who will lie to on and about you. It doesn't matter. And then they will run out in public and play the victims to make it look like you are the person who is the true perpetrator. And you are so beaten down and weakened by the experiences that you do not have a voice. You don't have the voice to protect yourself. You don't have the voice to challenge what is being said at that particular point. I need you to understand that this is not normal. It is not proper. It is not right. You need to get grounded, get focused on that person that you see in the mirror. I need you to understand how important you are on this planet. You are not here. You were not born on this earth to be someone's footstool. You were not born on this earth to be beaten, to be disrespected, to be called out of your name. You were not born on this earth for that. You were not born on this earth to be a victim inside of the closed doors and walls and windows and curtains and blinds and all of that. You were not put on this earth to be victimized within the walls of the house that you live in. You know, we had spoken about making a house a home at a prior show. When you are living in a house of this nature, that is not a home. And when your perpetrators, those people who love the pity party, those people who love to play the victim, those people who are the, who are the actual perpetrators go out in public, they tell any and everyone who is willing to listen about how you are hurting them. You see it in your neighborhoods. You see it in your families. You see it at work. We see it everywhere. We see those people, classic examples. We had a study group for my classes in law school, great study group. We were moving along. We were helping potential students, new students, current students, but the person who created the room has been crying the pity party for a long time, and I had the feeling that when she had come about, and I'm assuming that things still aren't going well, so she decided to come on and complain about the school, how bad this school is. Had she known better, she tried to discourage potential students from coming to the school, and no one jumped on her pity party bandwagon. No one played into it. This is the same student who spoke about they were auditing her student loans and all of this, and that 
she didn't make it through first, and she's in academic probation, and all of this for the next year, and this and that. She wanted everyone to jump on her pity party. She wanted everyone to hate the school, to leave the school, to look elsewhere, to go to school, because she was tapping out. And I said, okay, this is her last bitch, her last hurrah. And no one jumped on her pity party bandwagon. The next day, the group had been deleted. We had this group for almost two years. Two years. Great group of people. We were sharing. We were doing mock trials. We were putting up different scenarios. We were working together. We had people from 1L to 4L in our program, and we were getting different sides. We had former students who were there to help, former students who had already passed the bar. They were already practicing attorneys. And because no one bought into her pity party, the group suddenly disappeared. And when I questioned her about it, she said that the social media site had deleted it. I didn't buy into that. I'm like, you do remember that we're law students, right? And you do remember that we deal in the facts and we deal in what's presented before us as the evidence. So let me tell you something about this. So many of you, you keep falling for it. You keep sacrificing your happiness, your involvement, your progression. You keep falling for this. I need you to take a back step and think about all the people. doesn't matter. They never get any better. They always have a story. They're always victimized. They're always victims. They always continually this is that part when I'm quiet. I want you to think about this. Many of us can name a few people right now. If you're being honest with yourself. When you're being honest with yourself. If you're being honest, you know, you can just, some of you can just rattle off names. Aunt so-and-so, uncle so-and-so, that coworker at work, one of my friends, two of my friends, four or five of my friends. These are the times that I need you to understand that if you can rattle off those types of names, you're putting way too much time into these people that never seem to get any better at any given time in their life. I know some people that are 70, 80 years old who have never gotten out of that victim mentality. They have been on that pity party boat for 80 years almost, and they're still playing the same game. I know some people who grew up in households where everybody was a victim. And they kept the generational curse going. And you still have those people who buy into it, who coddle these people, who want to sit down and rock them like they're babies. I need you all to listen to what I'm saying here today. I need you all to listen to what I'm saying to you today. Stop it.
I'm very quiet right now because I need you all to get inside of your own heads. I don't want to take up that space. I need you to get inside of your own psyche, and I need you to convince yourself that you're being taken for a ride. I need you to understand that these people are using you. I need you to understand that you are letting your life slip by because you are too busy taking care of people who are perfectly capable of taking care of themselves, but they have learned that when they can convince others that they are in need and they can get away with that, you see, they live off of the attention. They live off of the hype. They live off of the fact that that's what gives their lives meaning, is that they can come in and they can, oh, woe is me, and you're going to sit up and say, oh, what can I do for you? And the minute that they get you, when you ask, what can you do? Oh, well, you can do this and that and the other, blah, blah, they practically give you a list. And there you go again. Well, I was about to be the, okay. You know, you get all of the crying and maybe you'll get all the, oh, I don't know. They're going to try it. They are going to try it. And then you put your life on hold. You put your life on hold because you have to take care of this person. And so many, I'm so sorry. And here we go because some of you church-going, Bible-toting Christians are about to get mad with me. But so many times in life, the first thing out of you, I would, you know, God told us to do this and God told us to do that. Well, if you don't want to live your life, fine. But let me tell you something that I know about the God that I serve. He never told me one time to be a fool for any man. He never told me that. And I'm pretty sure he didn't put me on this earth to be the slave and servant of any man. We are here to serve but we are not here to be slaves and servants of any one person unless that's what we make the choice to do. Because you see, the great I am, the universe gave us this thing called free will and common sense. And when so many times the infamous he said, she said, those victims will point a finger, and they want to know who's hurting you. And then these small minds that's listening to the people with the big mouths will go out and try to be the savior of that guilty victim. You look at your local news, most times you will see where a lot of times people get hurt over he said, she said, they said, we said. It seems like each and every year, each and every generation, Many of us humans are dummying down more and more with each and every day. We are dummying down. It's getting worse, people. Oh, she's such a good person. He's such a great guy. Oh, why are you doing that to him? You know, it was so amazing that... um, You know, a long time ago when I was working at a job, one of the worst people that I knew there decided to come up from around to the back of my area and say, wow, somebody told me that you said so-and-so. I royally laid her behind out and told her to get away from my area because guess what? All of the he said, she said, and things that I knew that she was doing because I caught her doing it. 
Don't come up to me and tell me about why somebody said, yeah, you are no good. Yeah, you are lazy. Yeah, you are getting over. Get out of my... And then if you have those infamous people who come up and tell you, you know, don't like this person. This person is doing this. Okay. Well, it's been duly noted. But don't think that I'm going to jump on your bandwagon because you told me that this person is this way or they have said that or done this. Don't think that I'm just going to jump on your bandwagon because you said so. Somewhere between that person's version of, of the experience and your first, your version of the experience is the truth. And I have to be smart enough to stand in the middle and show some discernment in how I'm going to come to a conclusion for myself. Now, if that person is showing the same symptoms as me and they're doing the same thing, well, then again, maybe, just maybe, that person is a little sleaze bag. But the bottom line is that I'm not going to base my opinion on anything that any one person said. It is ridiculous at this point. I've had people walk up to me and say, you know what, you're cool. I was told when I first got here. Don't trust you. Don't befriend you. You will you will destroy me. I'm like this. Guess what? I tell everybody. I'm going to keep it real with you. If you're doing something wrong, I'm going to bring it up. If management doesn't deal with it or whatever it is, hey. But don't try to pull me into your mess. Don't try to make me an accessory to your guiltiness. Don't try to make me an accessory to your crimes. Don't try to make me one of your puppets. I'm nobody's puppet. When I was born, I came with no strings attached. So I am nobody's puppet. Over in our chat room, Gina said, you must be talking about the infamous hellhole that I was just talking about Friday with an ex-co-worker of ours who also used to work there. We were talking about all those petty, unloyal people who smile on your face but plot your demise. Exactly. Exactly. There are people that will smile on your face. And the worst part is, people, we have the ability to know when we're being sold a bill of goods. There's that something. When you feel in your soul that somebody is sneaky and not right and there's just something that's wrong with that person, you better believe it. Jean goes on to say, we just spoke about what you just said, how people told me day one not to trust you. Because you were, you would backstab. But I found out the very people who said it wound up being the backstabbers the OJs spoke about exactly. And let me tell you something, people. I am a force to be reckoned with. So is Brother Gene, by the way, but I'm a force to be reckoned with. I can walk in the building and people know my reputation speaks for itself. One year, I had a neighbor and, um, she had a family member who worked at a former place that I used to work and Jean used to work, and um, she just spoke my name, and she said, oh, my goodness. She said, V, and she said my name, C. Maria. Oh, my gosh, I heard all about her. I said, what can she, who is she? I didn't even know who this person was. So you see, my reputation is far and wide, but I will tell you all this. Once again, guess what? That same agency that I used to work at, we're in settlement right now for one of the largest cases I've ever had to be involved with. We're in settlement right now today. My team of attorneys already have my demands and my paperwork. 
because the bottom line is simple. Let me tell you all something. When you are up against this type of thing, you have to be strong. You have to have the resources. You have to have people in your corner who are there for you, people who you know that you can depend on, because these guilty victims will try it until there's nothing left. They will try it, and in some cases, some of us don't make it out of this cycle. We don't make it out of this cycle, people. We just don't. Beware. I know so many people who gave up. So many people who gave up. So many people who are not where they need to be. I am so tired, people. I'm tired. Yes, the teacher is tired. The teacher is very tired of speaking about these things. And so many of you are so lost. You are so lost in your despair. I am praying for you. I am rooting for you. I am trying. And the sad part is that when you go home, you're so tired. You have no, you have no will to do anything positive with your life. It's the weekend. If it's too sunny outside, I don't feel like going out. It's too hot and sunny. If it's raining, it's too wet. I'm just so tired of working every way. And don't get me wrong. Where I work now, I'm far away. I'm very far. I need you all to get out of that funk that you're in. I need you to come back. James is writing over in our show chat room. We spoke about giving up to. We were talking about how those same people would be at a party that we were invited to. I said I wasn't going to be with people who want to get in my business, hoping I would be doing bad since leaving the old job. Then and said, you're doing better than all of us <laughs> since leaving. And, you know, for that, people, I want to tell you all something. And I'm going to do a show as soon as this is all settled and done because I'm not trying to get with any gag order or anything else, non-negotiable, because that's part of my hell that I had to go through. And it's going to be one heck of a show when we do it because in the end, I plan on being an advocate for anyone who's there who's worthy of me to represent them. Is nothing better than having an arbitrator or an advocate or someone who actually knows or a mediator or someone who knows the ins and outs of that particular job, agency, situation, all of that. This is what we need to understand. We need to take everything that we have. 
turn all of that anguish, turn all of that, in some cases, anger, turn all of that disappointment. You need to turn that around and make that your driving force. You know, how many people, that thing called recycling, they take all the people's waste and trash and they recycle it into something else. When you're not there, you need to let those places and things go. You need to find a hobby, find something so that you can reground yourself and focus on something other than those guilty victims, the same people who try to tear you down behind your back, those same people who want to smile in your face and you do everything you can for them. Let me say this. When I was at that place of business, I was in management. I was also the union rep for a time. And I was, I can say, between the two people who were ever union reps when I was there, I was the better one. There were people that I didn't let management get away with anything. But when it had come time for me to better myself to move on, some of the same people who I was there to protect pulled me aside to threaten me when I was growing up in management. This is what you will deal with in life. When you don't do, when you don't conform to what other people want you to be, they will attempt to tear you down. They will attempt to to group together. They will develop alliances to tear you apart. They don't want you to be successful. They don't want you to get ahead. They want you to be there for them. But darned if you do something for yourself. How dare you? Sad state of affairs. And the kicker is, and Gene is making a good point. He said, Lord, she's still doing everything except representing from what he had heard on Friday and that the union at this place is a hot mess, and it is. She's on special assignment again instead of representing the folks at the job. This is what people do. Let me tell you all something. And these are old heads, and they have been doing the same things, same people, hanging out. It's like a cesspool of people who actually go to parties together. They, they hang out together, and they cut each other's throats behind the scenes. And to me, it looks, because every time I see one of them, they look old and worn out because when you're living that type of life, it takes its toll on you. When you are in that place where you try to sit back and try to fit in and be there for everyone and they're still cutting you down, we do these shows because guess what, people? It's not because I've developed a script. It's not because I went out and, and I'm telling other people's stories. I want you to understand that, yes, been there, done that. These shows are not about what we heard. These are about the things that we experience for ourselves. Healing through hurt. This is our story because we're real people with real stories. We're going to talk about our real hurt and about our real healing. 
the sad part is when I look at those people, half of them I don't even recognize. They look so old and worn out and just, oh, some of them I'm like, wow, this job really hurt you. To me, Eugene still looks like Gene. Brother Gene still looks like him. I think I still look like me to a degree. Yeah, I'm still fighting the good fight. And, yes, that means I've been gone from that place for, gosh, 14 years or something, and I have still been fighting the good fight behind the scenes. And this is my last hurrah. I am praying that it comes out and things go back to where they need to be and they make me whole again so that I can leave them alone. This has been a 14-year battle out of multiple. And the sad part is these same people, this person has been on assignments and this and that, getting paid different ways for doing nothing for the people that she was voted in to protect and represent. And again, once again, you put everything, you do what you're supposed to do, you want to be silent and just fit in, don't cause any waves, and be there for people who are not there for you. You fall for the same stories. You fall for the same victim stories. You fall for the same pity parties. You get on that pity party boat over and over again. So what I'm going to do, I have a lot of quiet times in this. This moment I was just looking for a piece of my book, Silent Noise, Lip Service. Let me read it to you. Do you have friends you tread lightly around as if on glass? If we don't, they jump all up in our ass. There comes a time when this scenario gets old. This is the time to break the mold. Should we keep telling them what they want to hear? Or should we ditch the sugary coat and rock the damn boat? Get a pen and paper and make a really good note. Today I stopped serving the pity party crews. Find someone else to abuse. Grab your life preserver. It's time to swim or die. I'm no longer playing into you, no matter how hard you cry. I've tried to sugarcoat my every word. When things don't work out, call me names I've never heard. Every time I attempt to call you out, you scream, cry, throw a tantrum, and pout. Then you have the nerve to tell me to get out? Guess what? Now it's my time to shout. What about the times I've been there for you? You know what? Never mind. I'm through. Not to worry, my friend, because I am out. I sure hope you find someone new that will put up with the likes of you. That'll keep your sugary boat from going afloat. Purchase my ticket on the rocking boat. So here is your hat and your sugar coat. You need to be going. I don't want to miss the new boat. Enjoy your life alone, you and your sugary coat. We were not born to be the footstool for people with personal issues that we cannot fix or change. Let me say that part again. 
We were not born to be the footstools for people with personal issues that we cannot fix or change. If God wanted us to be walked upon, he would have created us as rugs or floors. Stand tall, pride and purpose. Let me say that part again. Stand tall with pride and purpose. Stop playing into the guilty victim's game. Eugene goes on to say, yep, just thinking about, thinking that before you said it. People wouldn't run against her because they were loyal to her. But she had no loyalty for anyone there. She still doesn't have any. And every year that I beat her, when we were still up for shop stewards or union representatives, the first year I beat her by a landslide. She got mad. She'd stay on the phone with the president of the the uh, union, always waiting for him to come up there and take me out of the position. I caught her on the phone many a time. I caught her on the phone. If I would say something out of line or out of court, and these these same employees that I took care of would run to her and then they would be on the phone if something happened that I knew nothing about. Even management, some of the managers up there knew not to believe what was going on behind the scenes from the guilty victims. She did this, she did that. I was pulled in the office more than once. There was an employee who was a victim all the time, always doing things wrong, getting over, would go through the route, leave out at 12 o'clock, be back at 2, and on her way home every day. When she thought, oh, she's watching me, she's taking notes. I used to write my book. I was in school back then, too, and I would take all types of notes. And they would think, oh, she's taking notes on me. So she would run to management and say that I threatened her, that I did this. Even then, even then, the clown manager had to say and admit, she said, I don't ever see you talking to her. You always have on your headphones doing your job. And I was. Didn't know until I was blindsided when I was called in the office. They got together and decided that they were going to talk ill of me. They were victims behind the scenes. And when I went to Washington, D.C., and the, their attorney attempted to bring up that topic, I named names across the board. The attorney was done. Before I left that office, I understand that a call came through, and one of the supervisors there was removed from that unit. You have to understand something, people. When you are the target of, of a guilty victim, you have to be strong enough and know the resources to be able to fight. You have to be able to be that defense. I need you to understand that you are not alone. There are people in your family, in your lives, at your workplace. Sometimes they grin in your face. Other times they do not. But you need to know. You need to go into life with your eyes wide open, not with your eyes wide shut. And don't blame God for everything. God wants me to believe in this. No, you want to believe in this. God didn't tell you to be a fool for any man on this earth. God did not tell you to lie back and let anyone mistreat you. God did not tell you that. 
At some point in your life, it becomes a choice. No matter what species out here, you have the drones that's going to just fall into place. There's there's a uh, video, several, of animals. One is a horse. He learned how to unlock the door, and then he go and unlock the door of his friends, of their cells too, and they're all out and about because the one horse figured out how to unlock the doors. Or the one where the donkeys, all of them jump across this this uh, fence. And one, he steps back and he looks to the left and looks to the right and he moves up for a second and he steps back again. Then he figures out that the top, the top uh, beam is removable. He put his mouth on the beam, he pulled it up and all, and then he just walked across. And he walks across. So there's always going to be that one person. Gene was that one person on one end. I was that one person on the other. We're always going to be under attack. That's why in older age, my circle is so much smaller. I don't fool with a lot of people. A lot of people, I love them to death. But they're still on ground zero or maybe ground four or five. And they think that they have arrived. As much as I like to joke with Gene and all of that, I always say, when we cease to learn, we cease to exist. When we cease to better ourselves, we cease. But you have to be in that circle of like-minded people. You have to find that circle of people who are just like you in many ways. You know, on social media, I spoke about this before they had gone through this, where people were starting to attack people who went to college. You don't need to go to college. You don't need to do this, and you don't need to do that. To be, you certainly don't. But do not try to demean or degrade those who decided that that was the next part of their journey. Don't do that. You know, society now, whether we know it or not, through every bit that we do, you look on social media, there are so many people who are always, always posting the negative, whether it be from the White House to our neighbors, wherever. This is called mind control. It's called doctrination, people. They want you to dummy down. And there are so many people there that I just stop responding to them altogether because it's always something else. I say, you're missing the big picture. I posted something the other day. I said, let me tell you all something. When the North met with Russia, suddenly the North came back and started playing nice with everyone. When Russia threatened to retaliate if the U.S. had bombed a certain country and the U.S. bombed that country, notice we haven't heard one peep out of Russia, not one peep. And the other arch enemy is playing nice with everyone. And while we're busy being sidelined by the stupid remarks, the questionable remarks of celebrities and everyone else, and those in charge getting caught up in their own lies and nobody caring about that, be better, like I said, start saving your water and everything else because, trust me, something is going on, and we are so busy being sidelined by other issues, we're not seeing the writing on the wall. I need you to wake up. 110%. I need you to wake up people because, you see, if you wake up in one part of your life, it usually starts a domino effect, and you will wake up in other parts of your life that matter. 
And some people may say, how'd she jump for that? It's because I'm proving a point, people. If I get you to ignite about something that matters in one aspect, it usually starts a domino effect, which will spread to other aspects of your life. I need you to understand that. Time for you all to wake up. Time for you all to stand up, step up, and speak up. There are too many guilty victims out here. Too many. Too many. No matter what you think about certain things going on with all these women being abused and this and that from 20, 40, 60 years ago, and now they want to talk up now in 2018. Not all of them, maybe, and I'm a woman who's been abused, who's been raped and everything else, but not all of them may be on the up and up. And that's the realization of life. So many of you don't want to hear, nah, me too, me three, me four. Okay, wonderful and great. But I'm saying this, when something happens, for me personally, I'm not going to wait 40 years to talk about it. I'm not knocking the movement, and I know I'm stepping on some toes, but as a woman who's been on that side of the spectrum, even I know that it's not 100% that everyone jumping on these bandwagons on the up and up. But I'm like this. If you're on that side and you see that, well, this person got convicted, why are they dragging their feet about the others? Do those women not matter? Again, I need you to wake up and see what's going on before your eyes. I'm someone who's been there more ways than one. I will go to my grave not speaking of some of the things that were done to me in my life. Because at this point, I made the choice that that part is not worth it anymore. Especially when... If you have something to tell family and family has not been there for you your entire life, they've been falling for the guilty victim's lies, what would be the point? Some people who I know were like family who we have no DNA ties to, we shared some of these stories. I need you all to wake up, people. I need you all to stand up, show up, speak up. Get up. Pretty makes me laugh every weekend because behind the scenes, she sends me cute little messages and things. And my favorite color, by the way, Miss Miss uh, Pretty, is purple, royal blue, um, teal, things like that. You have to understand something. And why did I bring that up? Because, people, sometimes you just need to break away from the norm. You need to go off track. You need to go to the left instead of the right. You need to explore things. You need to go out there and you need to see what's going on. You need to come home. I said this earlier. You need to find something else to take your mind off of those problems, off of those guilty victims. You need to figure out a game plan where you can go in a different direction. 
You need to move forward. You cannot be the victim of those guilty victims. They come in many forms. That's why I try to put as much as I can within this hour because I need you to understand that you need to be awake. You need to prepare to do that thing that most people aren't comfortable with, that thing called change. You need to change how you respond to things, how you feel about yourself. You are worthy. If that means standing and standing alone, so be it. What did I say earlier? 14 years I've been fighting, longer than that. But this particular battle has been going on for over 14 years. 14 years, and now it's coming to an end. One way or the other, it's coming to an end. Time for you all to understand that those guilty victims do not have your best interests at heart. You know that behind the scenes, but you're still trying to prove something to everyone around you in the hopes that they will suddenly wake up. Let me tell you something. Most people will sleep their entire lives. Some will never wake up. Some people will close their eyes for the last time without ever having them open when they were wise. This is that time when I need you to understand this. This is that time when I need you to beware those guilty victims who attack you and expect you to be there for them when they are speaking ill of you behind the scenes. If that's what you need to validate your life, then you need to really reach out to some new people that will give you a new insight and new perspective on what it means to have self-love and respect and what it means to live and to live for yourselves. Small things in life become big issues for you. I got ready to come on and Skype isn't working and the promo isn't working and something else isn't working. I have to go with plan B or C. So you always have to have other options. But until you get out of that vicious cycle of being there for people who are not there for you, who do not mean you anything positive, anything good, then you will remain in that cycle of despair, heartache, and pain. And that is why we do these programs to help you break that cycle. If you need us, there are several ways you can reach out. Our website is thewallfoundationinc.org. That's thewallfoundationinc.org. My website is www.cmariawall.com. Our websites do have contact forms. Reach out. Reach out. I'm still trying to get things in order until I'm very in a place where I know that I'm right for this, I'm not bringing on guests yet, but they are coming so that you can get all of the resources, all of the help that you need to move forward. But I need to be right for me. I was speaking to a family member. He was talking about vertigo. He has vertigo. And I said, gee, I didn't know anyone else in the family ever had it. 
This is because of the um, imbalance in the air. Mine is central nervous. But vertigo is vertigo. It's still the same thing. But I started, I had to hold back because I started to just cry out to him and say, there's so many things that you don't know that I've been through in this life. But because I had to let them go, I just wanted to wish him well because I know what it's like to have central vertigo. That's a brain issue. I know what it's like. But because I had to let go, and get from under the influence and the power of the guilty victim. I had to let everybody go. But I don't wish any harm on any of my family or anyone. I don't. But in order for me to move forward, in order for me to rise, in order for me to get to the next level, in order for me to move forward, had I stayed under that foot, had I stayed under that influence, I would not have started law school. I would not have finished what I decided that I was going to do as a child. One of my grandsons, he wants to go to law school when he grows up. I would love for him to follow in Grandma Pumpkin's footsteps. You know, Grandma Pumpkin still is in my name. You all know the story behind that. But I would be able to do anything. You know what? But when I die, guess what? I'm going to die with an empty cup because I have given and lived my life to the fullest. I have given to people when I didn't have to because I'm compelled to help people. No matter what, if I can't do it financially, I'll do it any way I can, whether it's words of wisdom, encouragement, or that listening ear. No matter what, find yourself a new circle of people. And there's something to be said when you're in that circle of like-minded people, because guess what? They're going to encourage you. They're going to uplift you. They're going to motivate you and inspire you. They are not going to let you fall. So many of us, we're in the wrong circles, and I believe that that'll be one of our shows, being in the wrong circles. I'm writing that down now. So next week, we're going to talk about being in the wrong circle. If you've been a child and you've had all these hopes and dreams, you know what? When I was younger, I said I wanted to have my first home that I ever had. I wanted to have it built. I wanted it to have white carpet. I I knew what my furniture would look like. Guess what? I had my very first home that I ever purchased, I had built from the ground up. And it had carpet that was called Snowflake. And my furniture was imported from Japan. I want you all to understand this. If that's what you are compelled to do, if that's what you want to do in this life, you make those dreams reality. You can't do that if you are hanging in the wrong circle and you are under the wrong influences. You cannot do that. Guilty victims are a bad influence. Let them go. Hanging in a circle of people who are positive but not positive and accomplished, you're in the wrong circle because positive people will talk about the what ifs and, and some days till the day they die. You have to have those people who have the drive 
They have to be hungry for what they want. They have to be the people who keep moving. Even with a setback, they keep moving forward. Those are the people that you need to be with. You need to be with the people who are so like you, you know that they know what you're going to think before you think it. Many of us, the vast majority of us are hanging in the wrong circle. We're under the influence of the wrong people. Next week, we're going to really delve into being in the wrong circle. That's our show for next week, the wrong circle. Jane writes, good topic, the open circle. A circle is supposed to be closed and contained. Everyone is loyal and supportive. If you are in a circle where people come and go, then that's an open circle. The complete circle has not been drawn yet. We need to understand this, people. So true, Jean, so true. So many of us are in open circles. That allows things to come in and out. Life is a circle, a complete circle. Life is a circle. So many things are circles. They are not open. They're not partial. If it's not complete, it's incomplete. It's partially complete, whatever. And that leaves that opening for all types of things to get in. So next week we're going to talk about the wrong circle, that open circle, that unclosed circle. We're going to talk about that next week. So, again, our websites are thewallfoundationinc.org. And by the way, the Wall Foundation itself is an IRS-approved and recognized 501c3 tax-exempt nonprofit. We welcome your support, no matter what it is, whether it be monetary, because all of the sites do have um, ways that you can support. My website is www.cmariawall.com. Our number is 202-618-2556. Let me say that again, 202-618-2556. If you need help, reach out. We can't grab your hand if we don't know that it's there. So we want you to do this. But as always, my day is full, so I don't have time to sit down and worry about the guilty victims, what they're saying and who they're saying it with. Because once people prove to me, that they are so influenced by one side of a story, I let them go. It has become like second nature to me. It doesn't even hurt anymore. It's a journey, people. It's not going to be easy for many of you, but you can do this. You have to do this in order for you to get ahead, in order for you to heal and move forward to your destiny. And once you reach your destiny, when much is given, much is expected. So then you can pull back. You can hold your arm back, look back, and pull someone else up. You can pull someone else out of their darkness and despair. But you cannot do that if you're stuck in stagnant waters. So as always, I pray each and every one of you enough. I pray you enough sunshine to brighten those rainy days of yours. And I also pray you enough rain to make your gardens grow beautifully. 
I pray you enough smiles to turn the frown you've been carrying around upside down. But most of all, you know what I'm about to say. I pray you enough strength and courage to face whatever may be knocking at your door or coming your way in this very moment and beyond. I pray each and every one of you enough. If you need us, reach out two zero two six one eight two five five six, the Wall Foundation Inc. dot org, or www.cmariawall.com. dot com. Send me a message. I want to know that you were here. I want to know how our shows are helping you. I want to hear from you. And yes, people, so many people are still amazed that they actually get a call back or they get to talk to me personally. I'm still a human being. This may be my program, but guess what? I'm still out here at grassroots level. Yes, I'm right here at grassroots. So, yeah, you may actually talk to me. Can't talk to everyone, of course, because we get a lot of messages and calls. But you might be that person that gets a chance to sit down and have a little talk with C. Maria. We can pray together. We can laugh together. We can cry together. But guess what? Most of all, We're going to heal together. So until next time, be well, be blessed, continue to pay it, and pray it forward. Until then, I want to thank all of our guests, Jean, Miss Pretty, Guest Zero, who's been here the whole time. Thank you so much for being here. I'm on my way to my house of worship to get my spiritual vitamins for the day. I hope you all... Make today matter in some way. So until next time, be well, be blessed. We will see you here at 8 a.m. next Sunday when our topic will be the wrong circle. Hope that you will be here for that. See you soon. If you need us, reach out. Thank you, Miss Pretty, of course. Thanks so much. See you all soon. As we begin, we will end with Tori Lee's finally. Continue your breathing exercises if you have to during the week. Remember, one thing that I posted that caused people a lot, I said it's a public service announcement. You all may want to take this and share it this week. Tell people that because you care about their health, you want to give them this PSA, this public service announcement. Make sure that they drink their own water, that they drink a lot of water, and mind their own business. That's what you need to tell people this week because you're concerned about their health. Make sure that they drink a lot of water and mind their own business. So until next time, be well, be blessed. I'm C. Maria Wall. This is Tori Lee's finally. We will see you soon. Mm-hmm.